0: okay hello everybody uh welcome to uh, the newest uh, otl sports podcast um this is gonna be an all football related podcast um and it's called spiked um i'm jack brittle uh i'm joined by my co-host robert vona how you doing rob pretty good how's it going not bad um so obviously yeah. there's a lot going in the a lot going on in the nfl right now um you know, in the off season, this has been a pretty interesting offseason so far. Um, a lot of moves uh, in free agency, The free agency period just started not too long ago. So um, I just wanted to start out with um, maybe getting some thoughts on who you think were the big winners and losers of the free agency so far. Yeah, um,
1: right off the bat, I mean, I think number one is probably the Bucks obviously resign all 22 starters um especially coming off of a super bowl year where you win the super bowl i mean literally what more could you ask for right so i think that's that's probably one of the biggest ones especially like some really really key players uh barrett they signed him back so i thought that was that was really good um i also like i really liked what the dolphins did especially after they traded uh those, those draft picks i think they moved from 3 to 6 it was i thought mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting and they got some some future draft picks in as well. Um, they also signed Will Fuller. I thought that was really good because their wide receiver core isn't like anything special really. And I'm a really big Will Fuller fan. I like what he did in Houston. I think he's really, really underrated and he brings a lot to the table. So I really liked that. Um, obviously the Pats, obviously they, they kicked off off season this year with like four or five signings right out the gate. And it was just one after the other after the other. So I really liked what they did. Um, they're starting to kind of like, reform a structured team around um their quarterback although that question is still up in the air depending on who you ask um yeah honestly those three I, I really i really don't think you can go wrong with either either like if you were in that position for either three of those teams i don't think you can really complain
0: yeah i would agree with that um honestly i was i was really surprised even how many players the buck the bucks got back i mean you know you look at it, usually every year you know Every Super Bowl team, it, it that's why it's so hard to repeat because it's like you're gonna lose players every year. Um, and I, I figured they could keep a couple, like maybe uh you know, maybe Shaq Barrett. Um, but you know, I mean they got Chris Godwin, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. Um, you know, they Fournette. re-signed, yeah, Fournette, uh, and and Sue And I think it really is just a testament to how much of an influence Tom Brady, Tom Brady. is on this stint. Because it it's is. like, yeah. It's just, the, it's, it's the TB12 effect because it's it like, you know, these players got a taste of winning and, you know, I get it. It's a business. You want to make money, but at the same time, if, you know, it, it's all relative, right? Like you're making millions of dollars either way. And, you know, if you value winning, then, you know, you, you're going to resign. Right. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I thought that was really impressive. Um, and, you know, yeah, uh, Gronk, that was another one. Although I think that was kind of a given. Yeah. I, I
1: was talking to some of my friends about that. They're like, Oh, they re-signed Gronk. I was like, guys,
0: yeah, where <laughs> he, is that guy going? Come on. He's I'm not like, he he only he wants going? to play with Tom. He came Brady. out of retirement just
1: to play with Brady. He's gonna win a Super Bowl with him, and the year later he's gonna just cut. Yeah. Nah, no, way. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There's I feel like there's that fine line between like you know what's best for the team and then winning, and they just literally did the best of both worlds.
0: I don't know if they re, do you know if they re-signed A.B. yet or is he still? I, uh, I don't think so. But he, he's another guy that's not going anywhere because I don't think. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody else wants, <laughs> wants him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. Um, uh, but, Supposedly Seattle's
1: interested in him. I've heard some. I heard that. Him. I
0: heard I heard uh, Ross wanted Seattle to target A.B., but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea, especially
1: um, from a, a Steelers fan.
0: I've seen it all. I've yeah. Been Rob, through the ringer. Rob's got PTSD from me. Oh, AD, man. So. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My, Miami, for sure. Um, obviously, there was, you know, a big shakeup in the draft uh, uh, yesterday with a bunch of trades and stuff. Um, You know, I don't know if you saw that. Somebody made, like, a meme about uh, Laramie Tunsell, how many, like, draft picks they got out of him um no, I because didn't see that. yeah because I, I don't know the exact like, specifics of it, but basically there was some trade that they made and basically they just you know stemming from this trade they've they've amassed so many draft picks from just that one trade for you know so yeah. there was like somebody made like a, a statue of him and it was like all the all the draft picks that Miami acquired from him but yeah. um yeah i don't know My, Miami's really interesting to me because i think they're you know they're definitely a team you know, on the up and coming, Um sure. but there's still, you know, that uncertainty surrounding the quarterback. I don't know if you like, if you agree or not, but it's yeah. like. um Well, I know
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick did sign with Washington in the mm-hmm. off season. Right. So, so I, I guess think, that which kinda, I think is
0: another good signing too. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, hundred percent. That's another good signing for, for Washington. But um I feel like that kind of makes it a little bit more clear cut as to Tua, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, he had a great college career, obviously. And last year he was like, okay, I don't really remember how how good or how bad he did, but I, I'd i imagine it was pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously they bring it, like I said before, they bring in a, a wide receiver like Will Fuller. I think that's great for him. I think that's great for the team. And especially in, in, in AFC East. I mean, the Jets are kind of a write-off. I know they made some, some moves in the offseason as well, but – and actually, they have the second pick overall in the draft, but I—I uh, I don't know.
0: They're gonna squander it.
1: It's just the—it's just the Jets thing. It's They're
0: like, gonna pick somebody that you're like. It's just the Jets. Is this person? I've never, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah to, uh, just, yeah. To, just to bring up Tua's stats. Um, he had a sixty-four point one point one completion percentage. I uh, threw for one thousand eight hundred fourteen yards, eleven TDs to five interceptions for an eighty-seven point one passer rating. So, you know pretty good I, yeah. I, he did he didn't play all 16 games obviously but yeah. um, I don't know it's just like it just seems like to me that Miami is not completely sold on him and yeah. especially you know like obviously they had the third overall pick now they have the sixth overall pick you could still potentially pick a quarterback there oh, for you sure. know
1: especially in a draft like this there's a like out yeah, of seven good quarterbacks yeah
0: yeah so I don't know I uh, i don't know like i I like Tua. i think he's a decent quarterback i think you know i I think it's too early to write him off i think you know if you develop him he could he could turn into something really good but it's always that discussion with alabama quarterbacks right it's like are they good or are they just good because they're playing with yeah exactly they have a an all-star cast of like wide receivers i don't know but um and obviously the, the other one that you brought up, the big one, is is the Patriots, um, you know, which really surprised me as somebody who's, you know, a Patriots fan because it's not it's not their M.O., right? Like, to be right. like, we're going to, you know, just splurge and sign a bunch of players in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you don't have Tom Brady anymore. And it's like, you got to, you can't, you don't have Find him to way. kind of yeah, you don't have him They're to kind of cover way, up yeah. your mistakes, right? Yep. Um, well,
1: I have it here, unless I, I don't think I missed any. But Nelson Aguilar, two years, twenty-two million. Hunter Henry, three years, thirty-seven point five million. Johnu Smith, four years, fifty million. Matt Judon, four years, fifty-four million. I mean, that's what one hundred fifty million dollars. Yep. At least a hundred million dollars. It's a lot so, of money. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But I mean, out of all these four guys I just mentioned, I can't name one where I'm like, oh, why, why would I want to go out and sign that guy? Like, these are all solid players. And yeah, I mean, I really like Matt Judon. I really think he's he's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, did they maybe overpay for some of these guys? Sure, but yeah. um, as somebody who watched every single Patriots game last year, you know, it, 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 was, it was tough at times. Like, you know, and, and No, it really was because, you know, it's like, I like Cam. Um, I think that he's, I I think the jury is still out on Cam because I think that you need to give him a solid, you know, receiving core to really judge him, you know. Was there times when he was not playing well last year? Absolutely. But look at the pieces around him. He had he had no one, you know. He was throwing to like uh, Jacoby Myers. Well, Julian Edelman was out most of the year. Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry, who's, I, I think, pretty much a bust at this point. Um, yeah. Demir Bird, you know, like guys that you, like, have you heard of any of these people, no, Robert? No, I, exactly. Lie. I haven't. No, I've oh, heard Nikhil yeah. Harry and that's about it. Yeah. And I've only heard of him because I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> I'm you a know? Patriots fan. Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah, now he's going to have, you know, Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar. Um, they also signed Kendrick Bourne. Um and on and the O line, David
1: Andrews as well. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's a big signing for sure. For sure. Yeah. And they also got uh, Trent Brown back from the Raiders. Um. So yeah, I think that. I don't know. I think uh, it's the, the you know the, the future is looking looking brighter. Oh, also yeah. Ky- Kyle Van Noy too. They got back from it's Miami. Just,
1: where Where does the list stop? Honestly, I mean
0: they it's resigned. Like, okay. yeah. yeah, they resigned James White. To one-year deal, um, I think that's
1: that's pretty interesting because I think the AFC East is really heating up in terms of competitiveness, especially after like New England's went on this reign of terror on this division for the past <laughs> yeah. like I don't know what was it ten years maybe. So now we're seeing Buffalo. Obviously, they're one of the better teams in the AFC. Miami's only getting better. Uh, New England's only getting better, and I guess the Jets are are only getting better. I don't I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, even though they. Would they win two games last year? So will I they ever get better? Will the they question. ever get better? Will the Jets <laughs> ever just be good? That's that's the question. Um, yeah. yeah, no,
0: I agree. Uh, the The AFC East is definitely very competitive, much more competitive than it was. F- if you know, at any point in the last twenty years, really, For sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think Buffalo is still the, the top of the heap, uh, but the Patriots are going to have something to say next year because For you sure. know. Especially if um, what pick do they have in the draft exactly? I think they have the. I want to say the fifteenth. Fifteen, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, in a loaded draft with a bunch of good quarterbacks, does one fall? You never know. I don't see why not.
0: It's possible. Um, It's possible. I think that the you know a lot of people were skeptical of the the decision to reassign Cam Newton, but when you look at it, you know what other options did they really have? you know, what aside other from, aside from
1: drafting one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, t- yeah, that's what I like in free agency, like what, yeah. who's, Nothing. you know, who's better than cam? I don't know. You know? Yeah.
1: I can't really. Yeah. I know.
0: Like Joe, Joe Flacco. I don't know. <laughs> like at Britain's least cam, legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cam he's, he knows the system. At least he's been there for a year already. Um, And you, you put some pieces behind him and you know, We'll see what happens, right? Um, but I think that I think that they they should still think about drafting a, a QB. Yeah, know? for sure. I think um, the
1: Cam signing is like I think New England knows they're not going to win this year or next year. No, right? so they're kind of I want to say it, not really a rebuild, but like a reconstruct kind of, if that makes sense. To kind of like like it's not quite a rebuild, but and it's not quite like a retool, a, a retool, yeah, sure, yeah. reconfigure, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, that's why. What did they sign him for? Was it? I
0: think it was like million, fourteen million. million. I don't, I don't,
1: was it fourteen? Yeah, I wasn't which is like basically
0: crazy, like backup QB
1: money. That's what I mean. Considering for how starting much money QB. they just gave to all these guys. That's it's couch money. It's peanuts. Yeah. So, so I think that's just kind of like a like a bridge deal. Kind of like he's just there. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I think they have bigger and better plans moving on from Cam. It's just now's that time period where it's like. Okay, he's already here. And like you said before, like what's our other option? Who else are we gonna go out and bring in that isn't worse than Cam?
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a bridge quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Um also I think the big the probably the biggest signing the Patriots made was they re-signed uh, Nick Folk, the kicker. <laughs> um can't forget.
1: How could I forget?
0: honestly though joking aside he went 30 of uh 30 of 33 on point after attempts and 26 of 28 on field goals so that's pretty damn good
1: you know what so, i'll give credit where credit's due yeah, yeah like, I, I think i remember actually after uh new england was going crazy with all these free sign free agent signings um i think it was field yates he tweeted on twitter he's like oh the crazy offseason for new england continues and everybody sees a notification they're like oh my god like who did they sign now <laughs> You click on the tweet and it shows, all. Oh, they signed this kicker. Whenever was <laughs> like, oh, come on. But
0: good yeah.
1: Kicker. Yeah, he's a good kicker. I mean,
0: you need, um, you need a kicker. So. Yeah, you do. <laughs> can blow you games, man. <laughs> oh, it can. <laughs> oh, can it. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, another, I want to talk about another move in free agency that maybe at, at face value doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but. When you look at it a little more closely, it, it actually could impact the team. So the Eagles agreed to a one year contract with uh, QB uh, Joe Flacco. Um, not you know not a big deal, but I think that it kind of you know sh- show, shines a light on the kind of hesitation about Jalen Hurts within the Eagles organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about Jalen Hurts? Did you see watch much of him last year?
1: You know what? Um, in the few games he played, I'm not gonna lie. I even picked him up because I was in the finals of fantasy football and I needed that little a uh, little extra boost. So I ended up picking him up, and he came through, won the league. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, I honestly like. I don't want to say I'm a fan. I think he's got a great arm. First of all, I think he's got a great arm, and obviously he's extremely mobile. The only thing I'm not really sold about is like his decision-making and whether or not that style of play is really like the way to go. Because I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson is probably or not probably he is the most mobile quarterback in the league. And I'm not really the biggest Lamar fan. I don't really think he contributes to the team that much or as much as people say he does. Um, plus also I think Baltimore is a lot better than Philadelphia. So, I mean, I don't know. Jalen hurts. I didn't even transfer in college. I think he was at Alabama and he transferred to Oklahoma or something yes. like that. Yes. So, I mean, right from the get-go, I guess he's never really been like the guy. So I guess mm-hmm. this is nothing new to him. So maybe he'll, he'll like feed off of it or he knows what to do in this situation. Um, Yeah. I feel honestly, I feel like we haven't seen enough of him to really like put a name on it or really give him a title.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, you know, I, I'm actually an Oklahoma fan for college football. So I, I watched quite a bit of Jalen Hurts. And um, what I was really impressed with this year in the NFL was because I knew he was a mobile quarterback. I know he can, you know, he can get yards that way, but I, I was really impressed with his accuracy. Um, I thought that he, you know, he showed that he could be accurate, he can throw the ball, you know. Uh, you know, a long way down the field. And, um, you know, you look at – it wasn't a – obviously it wasn't – it was a terrible season for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. um, But, you know, you look at the, the first game he came in, uh, you know, he played the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill was, was quarterback, but, you know, he beat the Saints. Um, he had
1: that shootout game with Arizona, right, him and Kyler Murray?
0: Yeah, which oh, I think he, yeah, ended up, yeah. he ended up losing that game. But, you know, yeah. it's still – yeah, like look at look the Eagles. I know they, they he didn't they weren't you know giving him much to 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 play with, but um yeah I would agree like it's I'm not sold on like I'm not ready to be like yep this is the Eagles franchise quarterback, but I I just think that it's I I don't think that it's right that they're casting so much doubt over him because I you know they drafted him and I I really don't see why they don't just go with him for now you know what I mean
1: yeah even why they didn't bring him in earlier last year
0: yeah he Carson should have been, Wentz
1: was just not it
0: yeah he all. should he should have been in the in you know on the field way earlier oh for sure you know and um you know that that's the, the Carson Wentz thing that's that's another discussion how he's going to do in, in Indy but um yeah I don't know I just like like what are you going to do this year are you going to do like a an open competition between him and like Joe Flacco like I don't know
1: I can't see that though because Joe Flacco. I mean, what did he do on the Jets last year?
0: Yeah, I don't not much. Okay, then again, again, he's
1: playing for the Jets, so this is true case scenario where the guy's playing for just an under average team. But I mean, he went 0 for four last year. Yeah, Joe Flacco as a member of the Jets. Like, I,
0: I just think, I think at this point, you should just ride it out with, with Jalen and see what happens. Yeah. You know, um, but. I, I just hope they don't like go and like, cause cause in the with the trades that happened a couple days ago, what what pick does the Eagles have in the draft now? They have pick number twelve. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, maybe a QB could fall, or I just I I just would think it's I I personally would think it's silly for them to draft another QB.
1: Yeah, especially to have two quarterbacks. I mean, this is Jalen Hurts. Is this was that his first year in the league last year? First yeah. Or second year in the league, right? Now you're gonna have two rookie quarterbacks, one of which has never played a snap in the NFL, and yeah. the other one is Jalen Hurts, who li- who was limited to their discretion to like four or five games last year. Mm-hmm. So I really don't see that happening no.
0: And if they didn't, if they didn't bench him in the last game. Then you know he could have he could have had a better record too. Yeah, there was that
1: whole fiasco over here, right? Because they were um, there was that playoff race in the NFC East, and then yeah. if Philadelphia won. I think it was the Giants. They would have got the in.
0: Gi- yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly,
1: which- though, actually speaking of the Giants, I know they got a lot better too. Send Kenny Galladay four years, yes. seventy-two million.
0: I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, um, that's that's a big that's a that's big huge. signing for them. Yeah. Um, you know i think this year for for you know speaking of quarter uh you know quarterbacks that are kind of the juries out this daniel is knows. i think kind of daniel jones is like make or break year mm-hmm. um you know i think that you put if you put a decent cast around him you got to see what happens and you know he he obviously has the, the advantage of playing like the worst division in football but um Hey, they were very close to making the playoffs next year.
1: (laughs) They were, yeah. You know,
0: say what you will about how they were, but they they were they were
1: right there. Honestly, I'll I'll give them credit too. And I know maybe their record didn't show for it last year, but for most of the games, like they competed, they were in it until well into the fourth quarter. So, I mean, you know, with a terrible division like the NFC East, is it a possibility that the Giants can sneak into the playoffs next year? Especially if Saquon stays healthy, because this yeah. year he was out. You never
0: it, know. It, it could be anybody. It, yeah, honestly, yeah, it literally could be from that division. For real, you know, I yeah, um, yeah, I think Kenny Call Kenny Calladay is a good signing um, for them. So, oh, and the other thing, another big uh, wide receiver signing I thought was uh, Sammy Watkins going to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you What did you think about that one?
1: It's much needed, especially for a team like Baltimore. Um, did Marquise Brown leave this year in free agency? I, I feel not. like
0: for whatever reason. Um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, though, like for sure. Like Lamar needs uh, wide receivers, right? That was the big need for the Ravens this year, I think. Um, so...
1: So I think he, I think he did resign with Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Marquise Brown. So obviously that's, that was their number one guy. Um, mm-hmm. And Sammy Watkins, like the thing with him, he played on the chiefs, right. And chances are it, like a lot of people on the chiefs are going to be underlooked because of just how much talent they have when in reality, they're actually a pretty, like a good player. And mm-hmm. I think Sammy Watkins is one of those guys. He's a big, tall guy. You can go up and get the ball. Um it's only a one-year deal though. So maybe it's like a little bit of a bridge deal or maybe they have, maybe if, I don't know, it's kind of like a show me deal. If mm-hmm. they if they're impressed with him, they'll, they'll sign him to a longer duration. But I think again, the, the problem, or not the problem, but the big question is how's Lamar going to do? Because he's like in that, in that game last year in the playoffs against Buffalo where they lost, I, I was like very un- underwhelmed with his performance, especially in the passing game, because I know it's I know it's a tall task in shutting him down, rushing, but once you do that, once you contain him in the pocket, like it's I don't want to say it's game over, but it's pretty damn close, right? And mm-hmm. I think we saw that in Buffalo last year, and just over the duration of his career, really, especially in the playoffs and the previous year against uh, Tennessee, I believe it was when they lost in the second round.
0: Yeah, I so, mean he, you know. Yeah. I'll give him credit. He, he got the, the, the monkey off his back in terms of, you know, he actually did win a playoff game this <laughs> yeah. year. Um, but even, even in the game, I don't, I don't think he played great. I mean, I'm looking at the, he, he went 17 for 24, 179 yards, 70.8 uh, completion percentage, uh, no TDs, one, one interception. So, uh, you know, not, not great. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not a Lamar hater. I'm not one of these people. that's like, oh, he's just, you know, he's just a yeah. running back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he's, I think he can, I think he can be a good quarterback, but um, I don't know. I, he does need to improve his passing for sure. Yeah. The way I see it is like, I don't want to sound like a Lamar
1: hater, even though I've kind of been hating on him for <laughs> like two minutes or five minutes or whatever. Like he's a fantastic athlete. He's extremely athletic. I think the only thing that needs to improve is just like the quarterback sense, right. That, mm-hmm. that just awareness and IQ. That's mm-hmm. really the only thing that I see that needs to improve because I mean, a team like that, like with a great rushing team between him, uh, Dobbins, I'm a, I'm a big Dobbins fan. I really like what he's doing. You know, all it takes is a little dump off here and there, like a little slant, a little post route, or whatever, and then just run the ball. And mm-hmm. I don't see how, how like other teams will be able to stop that because Dobbins is more of like a power running back. Like he just kind of puts his head down and just runs into a pile of people. And Lamar is obviously more elusive and more like has better awareness. So it's kind of like a little bit of both on the running side. And it's just like, I feel like that is enough to take him over the edge to the point where the passing game doesn't have to be crazy good. It just
0: has to be like average. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, that's how I see it. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um. So, I guess our do you want to? Is there any other big signings you wanted to talk about? Or,
1: um, I know Emmanuel Sanders to Buffalo. Yep. I know that kind of caused a lot of like sparked up a lot of talk. One year, six million. I think that's a good signing for them. No, I, I would I a agree. I, to to I, an already great quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think that. Um you know, Buffalo lost, um, John Brown. He went to the, um, the Raiders. Mm -hmm. I think he was pretty good, but yeah, definitely Emmanuel Sanders, uh, can fill that role. And, you know, I think definitely outshine him. Um, and yeah, I, Buffalo, you know, they're going to be back next year. Uh, much, much to my, you know, chagrin, (laughs) but, um,
1: (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I know Juju re-signed one year.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I like. Yeah, I like to hear your thoughts about that because you know, for anybody that's new listening, Rob is a Steelers fan. So, yeah, pain, uh, sadly, I'm a Steelers <laughs>
1: fan. It's been it's been a rough go the past few years. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it, but I'm also not completely against it. I think honestly, if they let him, if he didn't choose to resign, I would have been more upset, obviously, than if he did resign, which he did. The only thing that's got to change with him is his attitude. And I think, like, that really plays a huge part into the success of this team. Because at times, especially last year, they they went on that red hot start. I think it was 11-0, 12-0, whatever it yep. was. Like, they're just so, like, flamboyant, and they show
0: off so much,
1: and it's just like... Do you,
0: do you think he needs to stop dancing on the logo? Yes, I think.
1: <laughs> I don't know, actually. Let me, let me think about that. <laughs> like, I, the sad part about that is, like, I don't know if you remember, but it took like he got absolutely rocked,
0: yeah, in the against Cincinnati. Cincinnati,
1: and that triggered him. He's like, "Oh, you know, what? Maybe I shouldn't dance on the opposing yeah. team logos." Like, if you're a professional athlete, never mind football, are like the most physical sport in North America, and mm-hmm. it takes you getting absolutely cleaned out to realize, you know, maybe I shouldn't disrespect like, the opponent before the game. Like, like if you don't see that as a problem, like I don't know what to tell
0: you like seriously
1: but I mean that's the only thing
0: I think people you know made it a little bit bigger deal than it was but uh, you know it it, it's okay when you're winning right like when you're winning the game it's like sure who cares sure (laughs) but as soon as you as soon as you start losing it's like oh well now I look at an ass yeah yeah oh yeah
1: um for it to get to that point where he realizes oh you know maybe when I'm losing I shouldn't do this like like really? Like, are you like five years old?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. I
1: don't know. That's the only thing I have against him. I think he's a great wide receiver. He's got to improve a little bit on his route running. But for the mm-hmm. better part, like, you know, late game, if we need a reception here and there, like he's good for it. He's good to catch the ball and just secure the ball and go down. So I like that. And yeah, just like it's just that attitude. It's got to change. Yeah. It's really got to change.
0: But I, I think the discussion always comes back to like. You know, is Juju a, a number one ri- wide receiver? And it's tough. I, I I don't know because I think he's great. Like, you know, between the numbers, like kind mm-hmm. of as a you know a, a, a slot guy. But I I don't know if he's that number one guy. Yeah, I think you know? I think
1: maybe he has the potential to be. I mean, he's still relatively young, and this is like his like he's still pretty early into his career. Mm -hmm. and I feel like he's just got to develop a little bit more, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Honestly, it doesn't hurt to get a guy better than him. And then maybe it'll kind of put him back into like reality of Mm -hmm. where he needs to develop his game because as good as he is, obviously there's still like, there's always room for improvement. So I think that would most definitely benefit him. Um, I mean, with Claypool there, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Claypool is better than him, but I think that kind of adds to like a dual threat to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but again, like I don't know if you saw the other day, TMZ released the video. Uh, Claypool was in a bar
0: fight. I I saw something about that. Yeah, and then on, on, yeah. on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, um, like, like why? What that? What the hell is is wrong? I, I don't know. The, wide, the
1: Steelers wide. Receivers? I don't know. I'm telling you, <laughs> For Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah, well, Juju, that's and now this. What's next? I don't, I, it's something with the culture of the yeah, team. It must I know. be a, I don't,
1: I, uh, that's the, that's the only thing I have against the wide receivers and the team as a whole. Like, they're just like, they make such like childish decisions. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, you're, you're a professional athlete playing for a professional football team. Like I know they're not the only ones, so I don't want to like harp on them, but yeah. it's just like, come on, man.
0: Well, what do you think about, um, the quarterback situation. What do you think about them bringing back Big Ben?
1: I think, honestly, I think because it, it's the same case scenario, like who else are they going to go out and get yeah. in free agency that's better than Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yeah. As, as subpar as he was last year. I mean, I'll take a subpar Ben over Joe Flacco. For now, sure. Like any day of the week. They also brought in Dwayne Haskins, which I was like – I don't even want to talk about it because it's <laughs> yeah, that one was so the one much. where
0: I was really just scratching my head. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How many quarterbacks I don't know. do they have on their roster now? Like, is it, I think more four? Than, yeah. So I like
1: Ben Haskins, Mason Rudolph, Devlin Hodges.
0: Well, the, the weird thing to me is like, it's a, it's a one year deal. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can understand if you're gonna sign him and be like, well, maybe we can develop him and like, you know, turn him around, but it's just a one-year deal. It's one year, yep. Unless like Ben gets injured, you're not gonna see him on the field. So that's
1: that's what I was thinking it was in the event Ben gets hurt because he yeah. has he's getting older, obviously, and you know, he's had some injury problems as of late. Um But again, like if that's the guy we're relying on for a backup, not that the backups we already have are even are any better, but
0: Mason Rudolph.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Like I can't make a 10 yard pass. It was life dependent on it.
0: Yeah. But all, every yeah. time I, I think of him, I just think of the miles Garrett. Miles thing. Garrett. With
1: him. <laughs> it's, yeah. Swinging that helmet. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's a different story for another day.
0: Yeah. um, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Washington moving I on like from that. the Steelers. Yeah. I like that
1: signing. Um,
0: You know, they let go of
1: Alex Smith. Right, and mm-hmm. I, mean, I love the Heineke show back in uh back in the playoffs, so I thought maybe that would kind of punch his ticket to be the starting QB, but
0: I guess not I but, mean yeah, it, um it's still he still could be like like you know, Fitzpatrick was the backup for Miami last year, but Miami. it would kind of was like they kind of split time between him and and Tua right, so I don't know,
1: yeah, I feel like, I feel like Tua's a little bit more established though and he has, oh
0: yeah, well, like, for sure, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so. Well, don't disrespect I, don't
1: know, <laughs> yeah, I can't suspect him, sorry. He's the yeah. second most disrespected QB in the NFL, right behind Chad Henney. Yeah. The Lord and
0: Savior. St. Louis Battlehawks <laughs> legend.
1: <laughs> Another is that XFL right? Or, That's
0: XFL, sorry. yeah. Oh, it's XFL. Okay. Yeah. I get confused.
1: What was the other I one? AAF. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. American Athletic Football, I think it is. I don't know. Alliance of American football. Alliance. Okay.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Just stop talking about it. <laughs> you should, um, when you get, yeah.
0: when you, if you have any spare time research the, the, the end of that league, because it was like crazy. Like the, <laughs> there was all kinds of like, they basically lied to their players and about how like the league was, was doing. And they were like losing this absurd amount of money. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like a,
1: that's like a reality show.
0: It, it, yeah you could i feel like the, in a couple years definitely be like script a, a reality show out of that there'll there. be like a netflix documentary about it oh, for sure <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah JJ i don't know watt. jj watt Literally yeah that's spoke about that one yeah yeah um i don't know i was a
1: little yeah hesitant well, about
0: that a, one. well a lot of people were surprised that he went to arizona i was
1: surprised he went to arizona to be yeah. quite honest too um, cuz
0: everybody was like oh buffalo cleveland you know something like that but or green bay cuz he's from wisconsin but yeah i was surprised with arizona brothers play but yes yeah whatever. um yeah i don't know I like don't know. A, and and then the conversation became like well, is like are, are the cardinals like a ring chasing team now like if you go you know you, but I, I don't i don't really see that yeah, no, I don't see it either. One thing, um,
1: actually, I actually wrote an article on OTL about it. So if you're listening to this, go check it out on the site, otlsportsca.ca. Um, that's not it's not OTL. What am I saying? What is it? I don't even know. <laughs> our own, it, I think it's <laughs> over the line sports.ca. Over the linesports.ca. So wow, yeah. I was the OTL sports, sports, otlca.ca. Sports, uh, whatever,
0: dot c-a. just throw a bunch
1: of stuff, yeah. Anyway, go check it out. Regardless, yeah. Um, you know what? He's thirty-two years old, and he's had some injury problems, and they gave him close to thirty million dollars for two years. So I was a little, I was a little surprised that they were that they were able to fork up that much money, especially to a guy like him. And also, um, they lost Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, one of their better pass rushers this year. He signed with Carolina. So I think that's going to be. A testament to like, you know, give one up to get one, kind of. I don't but, want to see JJ Watt's JJ Watt, but he was really good for them last year.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. um, yeah. The card the Cardinals also lost uh, Patrick Peterson as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, like they're they're, they're definitely an up and coming team, right? Like they're gonna oh, for be, sure, for um, sure. That that division is still really interesting to me, though. Um, yeah. The only thing I was really
1: skeptical about is, like, they knew they had so many guys going into free agency, and then they still forked up $30 million almost to J.J. Watt. So that was the part I was, like, kind of scratching my head. But, you know, I think they have enough talent offensively to be able to lose some defensive guys, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. Another – just another signing I wanted to talk about quickly was uh, Joe Tooney to the the Chiefs. Yeah. Because, like, you know – the the Chiefs were kind of exposed in that in the Super Bowl this year of like kind of you know, yeah <laughs> kind of um, yeah that they need they need O lineman and uh, you know um, that that's a big signing for them for sure um,
1: obviously you give an offensive lineman eighty million dollars although now offensive linemen are starting to get paid more because they're starting to get recognized mm-hmm. for they're, how much their yeah work they're they actually they're,
0: do they're extremely valuable oh for sure.
1: Um, so yeah, that'll obviously help, especially if Mahome's like, I believe he had surgery in the off season mm-hmm. for his ankle was it? Um, mm-hmm. So obviously that's the more protection for that guy, the better they are the better off yeah. they're gonna be because for sure, you know half a billion dollars to one guy is an extremely yeah. big like commitment. so
0: yeah, uh, the, the only thing with the, with offensive lines is that like it takes a while for the guys to build like continuity with each other. Um, but you know, that's that's unavoidable. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know, was there any other? Uh... um, I mean, another Steeler, Bud Dupree,
1: signed yes. with the Titans five years, 82 and a half million. Uh, yeah. I know from watching them a lot last year, obviously, he was a really big part of the defense and he was great with uh, like teaming up with TJ Watt, so that's gonna be a little tough to see him go, but. Uh, Tennessee's getting a great player out of them. I think they're adding to a, a much needed defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know their offense is great, although they did, they did lose Corey Davis this year to the Jets in free agency. But I mean AJ Brown, um, I I love what that guy's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill's been holding his own for the better part of his career in Tennessee, and I mean Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, right? Yeah. So I think Dang. that's definitely big for him. Yeah, that's definitely big for Tennessee.
0: Um. Speaking of running backs, Kenyon Drake also two years, 11 million to uh, the Raiders.
1: Yeah. That was a little interesting because I don't know how much faith um, the Raiders have in Jacobs because I know there's a lot of talks going around that he's one of the most overrated running backs in the league.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if I would agree with that. I think he's yeah. pretty good. I think he's, I think he's good too. But
1: I don't know. I guess for what he was hyped up to be, he's not really performing to his standards.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. Honestly, like <laughs> that's another, I, that's I, another I, just big question mark. I have a I have a friend who's a huge Raiders fan, and uh, you know, it's just like I don't know, man. It's like it just seems like they're like stuck in limbo, you know? Yep. Because they're not they're not bad enough that you're like, oh, we just need to like scrap everything and just completely rebuild, but they just never they're not good enough. I they either. never, yeah, yeah they yeah. never get over that hump. Yep. So I don't know. That's that's uh, another, another big question mark. Yeah. that I mean Kenan Drake and Josh Jacobs, that's probably one of the best backfields in the NFL, though. Probably, yeah. Yeah.
1: In terms of in terms of like one, two. Yeah. Probably,
0: yeah. Um, Chris Carson resigns two years. Uh yeah. 10.5. I, I no. like
1: I like Chris Carson. Honestly, I don't have a problem with him. I think he's a pretty good running yeah. back. He just gets hurt I, here and there. And I mean, for Seattle, I think they should be focusing a little bit more on their defense than their offense. But for obviously, sure. a guy like Carson, you gotta you gotta
0: bring him back. Um, one uh, signing we I saw you don't have here, but um, is uh, Andy Dalton going to Chicago?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I don't know. I just why I I feel just feel bad. Why? for, yeah. for <laughs> like, Bears, like I just.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I, w- I wonder why it's not up here because, yeah, a Bears fan listening, they're going to kill me for it.
0: It's just like, I don't know. The only solace that you can take is that, you know, they tried to get Russ, right? They put out a ridiculous deal.
1: And
0: listen, if Seattle is not going to take that deal, then they're just not trading Russ.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. Right. Um, you got to kind of just live with it at that point. If you're Chicago, yeah. and then, I guess settle, but just Cause, that, cause... <laughs> that I just, I'm just laughing at that picture that they tweeted out. Where it was like Andy Dalton in a bears uniform and there's like QB one. And all these people were just like, this is losing their mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe. Um, you. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I li- you know what? Listen, Andy Dalton, I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but it's just like, really? Well
1: I mean I guess at the same time because we keep bringing it up like who else was there yeah that really was available
0: like who else are you going to get like Tyrod Taylor yeah. or like you know Dwayne Haskins who yeah Dwayne Haskins <laughs> you know yeah. Alex Smith I don't know like I don't know I He's feel just...
1: I feel like in that case then probably Andy Dalton's probably like the safest to go yeah. with out of all of them because Alex Smith obviously coming off of that ter- that incredible injury and amazing comeback and rehab and all that
0: I mean I hope Alex Smith signs with someone me too Um, yeah that's actually like heartbreaking that he actually like lost
1: his job I was pretty sad about that
0: like I don't know I think he's good I I think that he's not I think the story kind of overshadows his play on the field yeah like he like he's good he's a good quarterback but he's not like there's, he's there's not gonna be your franchise quarterback. Yeah, yeah, there's there's
1: like a sympathetic feel to it because yeah. of what he's been through. Yeah, yeah, I, I I I see that, yeah, for
0: sure. Um Andy Dalton last year, uh 64.9 percent completion, um 2170 yards, 14 TDs, eight interceptions for an 87.3 passer rating. So you know, not great, but not not bad. Um, I guess, yeah. Well considering
1: you know, he was playing with Dallas, I mean, who do yeah. you have to throw to? Amari Cooper, Michael
0: Gallup. Yeah, Justin I don't know.
1: Burton, I mean, or was he on Oakland?
0: Yeah, he was he was with Vegas, Vegas last year. So but sorry, uh man. Vegas is the new San Diego, <laughs> it's the new Yeah, Char- I know I keep I keep doing it. I'm like everybody you know, I'll... everybody still calls him San Diego. San everybody, Diego
1: Chargers, everybody's still calling Las Vegas, Oakland.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um you know, everybody always brings up like Andy Dalton, he he averaged like 10 wins a year in his first like 5 years with Cincinnati, made the playoffs every year. Obviously, you know, didn't win a playoff game, but hey, that's still pretty good, you know. That is. So, that is I don't know. Especially in an
1: AFC North division. I mean, usually Pittsburgh and Baltimore are kind of like one and two in that yeah. particular order. So that's pretty impressive, yeah.
0: 33 years old. I'm just looking here his Nick, I didn't know this was his nickname. His his nickname is 007. Did you know that? 007. I don't know why I don't know why he has that nickname. Oh, is it because he's 14? I'm not gonna lie,
1: I'm not a James Bond fan, so I don't really get the reference.
0: No, but like Oh, 007. oh, yeah. I that's the only reason I can think of, right? Because he's number he wears 14. So <laughs> if they're calling him 007 because he's the number, that is that is the biggest stretch. That's the of a lamest
1: nickname, nickname I've <laughs> ever heard. That is brutal.
0: I know. Are you kidding me? Or the other one is the red rifle, which I think okay. is pretty good actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one makes a lot more sense than Double Seven. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Um
0: yeah, I mean, that's that's it's not just his
1: play on the field that is underwhelming; it's also his nicknames. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry Bears fans, but it had to be it had to be addressed.
0: Yeah, um, Mitch Trubisky went, you know, went to the Bills, right? I mean, that's a pretty good backup, I think. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, he's
1: realistically do i think he's gonna to touch the field no no the only reason no he's gonna to touch the field is if allen's hurt or wing 17 they're gonna give him the rest yeah so
0: but i i just mean as like a as a second option like that's no, definitely yeah. a decent second option for sure but yeah 100 yeah, so okay so do you think we're done with the uh yeah i think we can i think, wrap up I think that pretty agency. much wraps. yeah up. yeah
1: we've nailed all the big ones
0: mm-hmm. um so yeah, so um, do we want to just go over the? I guess so. We the bit for the big winners we have like the Bucks, Pats, Dolphins, Washington, and um, lo- the big losers: Cardinals, Steelers, and 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 Detroit. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I kind of just threw these together just off the top yeah. of my head. Is there anybody else that you think kind of makes a big impact?
0: Um. Yeah, no, I mean, not really. I don't know. I think that's pretty good, pretty uh, extensive list. Um, So yeah, so moving on from that. um, I guess we can talk about the recent news regarding the XFL and the CFL CFL. and their, and their kind of uh, collaboration, whatever that may be, that's kind of to be announced. I know you've been um, you've been wait dying to talk about this because you like have only person because, I
1: know that follows the XFL and CFL.
0: So. Yeah. I honestly it's just like I just love watching football. So <laughs> wherever I can get it, it's like um yeah. So basically what happened was a couple of weeks ago, uh the XFL and the CFL both put out these statements um regarding some kind of collaboration that they have, they, they haven't, they haven't flushed out what that's going to be, but um, basically they're going to be working together. But the, the reason that this kind of, you know, um, became bigger, big news was because it's obvious that, you know, this isn't the start of these conversations. This is just, these conversations are now getting like formal, you know, before it was like, okay, you know, we're, we're just talking about, talking basically now we're really getting down to business because not only has have they been talking but the xfl um decided to uh postpone talks about planning their 2022 season to you know to 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 explore these this collaboration so that tells me that it's like we're talking about something bigger than just you know you know advertisements or like sharing you know having some kind of player pool like and and a lot of CFL insiders uh, are talking about you know we, we could be talking about a full-blown merger between the two leagues right mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting for a number of reasons um, you know as somebody who I would I would consider myself a pretty big CFL fan um, you know one of the re- obviously one of the reasons I like the CFL is because it's the rules are different, right? It's it's right. Canadian football, right? 110 yard field, 20 yard end zones. Uh the field's wider. The yeah. ball's bigger too, right? The ball is a little bigger. Um I don't
1: know how much of a difference that makes, but
0: yeah. Uh there's 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 12 players instead of 11, Uh, the, you know, there I I could list off a bunch of different rule changes, but um basically it's it's different. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason a lot of CFL fans are really skeptical about this is because if these two, if the two leagues decide to merge, that could potentially mean that the CFL is not playing Canadian football anymore. Right. Right. Because I can't see, you know, coaches playing two different, you know, planning for two different types of football. It just doesn't work, you know? Right. Um, I saw somebody was saying like, "Well, you could do something similar to like the MLB, where you have, you know, the American League, you have the designated hitter, and uh, the the National sure. League, you don't." But this is a little bit more expansive than that, right? Like, For sure,
1: yeah. There's like at a, the end of the day, in baseball, they they follow the same rules, like the the rules of yeah. the rules of baseball. It's literally, mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's just literally just that one, one, rule. one rule. Yeah, it's it's That's not, not that big that, of a deal.
1: Powerful.
0: Yeah. Um. So. I don't know. I, I like to get your thoughts because I know you're not a big, Yeah. you don't really watch <laughs> CFL, you know, either <laughs> leagues. So somebody who's an outsider, like, what do you think of this?
1: I mean, the way I see it is probably what I'm reading here is um, the Canadian Football League, which canceled its 2020 season and the XFL, which cut short its 2020 season, announced that they intend to collaborate. Uh, the CFL plans to start in 2021 in May and start the regular season in June. Uh, The XFL is not playing in 2021 and describe the 2022 season. Like you said, like it's kind of on hold. So obviously this is, this is a lot bigger than I originally thought. I'm not going to lie. If the XFL is planning to completely put off operations Mm -hmm. for the upcoming years. Um, I'm sure honestly, the way I see it is seeing as they both or the CFL didn't play at all in 2020 and the XFL, which was cut short, they probably lost a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to like talk down on them, but I don't know how big of a corporation the CFL and the XFL is. Obviously the NFL is massive. Right. So, I mean, without like television ratings and and viewerships and sponsors for the CFL and the XFL, like how much, like what, what, what situation are they in now financially? The way I see it is clearly not good if they're intending to, to merge. So I feel like that's kind of, kind of like, like, like they'll try it out, right? They'll, they'll yeah. combine, they'll merge, they'll try it out. And obviously, like you said, like the rules are different. So it's two different styles of football. So maybe like they merge together, you know, a ton of viewership comes up, a ton of money's coming in because everybody wants to see the collaboration. And then they realize, oh, it's not working out. And then maybe like they go back to the CFL and the XFL because now they're financially stable enough to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely in for it. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, obviously this year the FCF came out, fan controlled football. I mean, who doesn't love that? Right. So I'm always down, I'm always up for for new new things. I mean Mm -hmm. two different styles of football combined into one. If you're a football fan, I don't see how you can't enjoy this. For sure. Yeah, I I feel
0: like it's kind of like a experiment, kind of and like and like for their own sake. For sure. Yeah, you you were talking about how much money the CFL lost. And there's a report here I'm reading. It says CFL lost between 60 and $80 million through canceled 2020 season. Yeah. So, and as somebody who follows the CFL, you know, the, the cancellation of the 2020 season kind of exacerbated these larger issues that were going on for before the, you know, the pandemic, you know, the, the CFL was not, making a lot of money before yeah exactly. but but canceling the cancellation of the season just kind of you know means Put that over the edge yeah so at this point it's like in my opinion even if you don't even if you're skeptical and you're like well it's like this almost like the cfl selling out because they're they're kind of abandoning you know the, the whole canadian rule set and everything at the end of the they're day, in a, what's they're in a tough position? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the alternative? Like, honestly, okay. I think they can play a season this year at some point, but after that, like, it, can the question is like, can this league survive? You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, if they don't, if they don't, if they don't adapt and they could, they could find themselves the, where the CFL just doesn't exist, you know? And, and that would be really sad. So, yeah, I think that um, I get why people are skeptical, like CFL fans, but I think this is really the only thing that they can do. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, you think about it last year, obviously, they missed out on television ratings, which is obviously huge ticket sales, which is obviously huge. Hmm. The only source of income or revenue that I can think of off the top of my head is like jersey sales, yeah. or merchandise, right? So, I mean, how many people are really going to go out and buy like a, a Rough Riders jersey?
0: Right, so
1: I don't know. I'm not trying to like talk about the Rough Riders or anything, but
0: that's probably a bad example though, because that's the 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 Saskatchewan's probably like the 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 biggest fan base in the CFL. That that just goes to show how much I know about the CFL. I'm just throwing whatever out there. Honestly, the the problem with the CFL is the bigger market teams are not successful, and that's the teams you need to be successful, right? Because they're Mm -hmm. the the biggest market, like Toronto. BC and Montreal, Montreal. Yeah. they're not bringing in enough money. You know, like, I, like I'm a Hamilton Tire Cats fan. The Hamilton Tire Cats are, it, it's, a, it's a small, you know, city, but it, you know, in comparison to, to some of the other cities, but they have a huge fan base because mm-hmm. that's it. That's the only professional sports team that yeah. they have. And, yeah. So, and same with, you know, Saskatchewan. So, um, I, I think Honestly, this is really, the, sorry, oh. just
1: really quickly. I just wanted to say this. Uh, I think, like, really the reason why the bigger marketing teams don't bring in a lot of money is because, I mean, between Toronto, Montreal, and where is where are the BC Lions based out of? Are they, are they based out of Vancouver?
0: Yeah, Vancouver, yeah.
1: Okay, so those are, like, three of the bigger cities in Canada, never mind the CFL, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like they're more geared towards, like, an American culture, and yes. they, they're kind of overshadowed by the nfl yeah and obviously a lot more people are going to be interested in myself included i mean are are going to be a lot more interested in the nfl than the cfl because it's so like consumed by the media kind
0: of yeah and it's just better you know their talent right yeah it is it is um and that's why i think that if you if you introduce you know the xfl into it then there could be more uh interest because you know it's it's like it's not just canadian teams it's like mm-hmm. this is the whole you know north america right yep um so i think that definitely like the cfl has more to gain from this than the xfl mm-hmm. um but i think that you know the, the, let's not oh you know undercut the cfl The cfl has been around for a long time yep um so they have they have a lot of experience in 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 ways of you know running a, a league and everything but for
1: sure
0: there was an article that was recently put out by the toronto sun that says uh, media rights expert sees XFL CFL merger worth as much as a hundred million dollars us. So in, in, in American media rights. So, I I mean, and also like, you know, it could get Americans more interested, you know, because people were like, okay, well, are Americans really going to tune into like an all Canadian matchup? Let's say the league, let's just say for sake of argument, the leagues merge and it's like you know calgary versus edmonton are americans going to tune into that well maybe they will if it impacts you know the standings of whatever team they cheer for you know what i mean yep. Yep. um so i don't know I, I i just think it's really interesting um again none of this is confirmed like we don't know for sure that yeah, the leagues are merging right yeah but from a lot of the the cfl insiders that i've heard they're they're kind of saying that the, a merger is definitely, like, on the table. Possibly. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Honestly,
1: it might, like, at the same time, it's going to kind of, like, integrate Canadian culture into America because I've I've been to the States a few times for whatever tournaments, vacation, whatever. And, you know, I'll be walking around in my baseball jersey and I have a Canadian flag on my sleeve and people look at me like, like I'm from a different planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, so... I mean, I think that that'll also be really interesting, too, because it's just kind of like more of a global community kind of. For sure. I in.
0: yeah. So um, next we can talk about uh, – <laughs> I included in the here, uh, you know, a, a brief article about the FCF. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't watch much of, of the, you know, fan control football league, but – I just think it was interesting, you know, uh, who, wouldn't, who
1: wouldn't be interested by, by
0: that? Yeah. It just, it's just so bizarre. Like, <laughs> yeah. How, but, how long is the field? Do you know? I think it's, I think it's like 50 yards, 50 yards. And it's all like, it's like indoors, right? Indoors, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, it's 50 yards. 50 yeah. yards. <laughs> it's basically yeah, like, it's, it's like a mix of like, it's basically like arena football, I guess. Right. I like, was, yeah. But just yeah. like,
1: johnny manzel and yeah wasn't
0: marshall wasn't Marshawn lynch he's one of the owners he's, of the teams he's one of the owners there you go aquavo yeah. was one of the owners Quavo, yeah. 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 That'd be um, interesting i mean it's just it, it is an interesting concept where the fans are basically in control of everything right for sure
1: because i mean what staying at home and watching football i'm sure every football fan is guilty of this and they're like Man, if I was the coach, yeah, I wouldn't have called that. I would have exactly. ran this. Now you can, now you can. So who wouldn't want to do that?
0: Or even like they did, like um, if there's a review, like the fans vote on whether or not, like you know, the play, the the call in the field stands or not. So like <laughs> um, everything's
1: out the window, basically.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Johnny Manziel was in the league, and what's really funny is like. He really did not play well in the, in the FCF really? either. <laughs> oh, damn. No, like he, um, there's a play on YouTube. That you can look up where it's like, he fumbled the ball. And then he went to like, go dive. And then he was just like, nah, like, he's just like, <laughs> he was going to dive. And then he's like, nah, I'm not going to, nah. That's like, go really, man. Newton. But you know what? Honestly, like I, I've always kind of liked Johnny Manziel just in the way that like, and at this point, like he's not trying to go back to the NFL. Like he's not doing this. He's not joining the FCF, being like, "Oh, I, I want, I, I'm gonna make it back to the oh, NFL." I like, still got it in me. Yeah. He's just doing it for fun. He oh, even he, he even had because I follow him on on Instagram. He had like a a slogan that he posted. It was like, "Win or lose, we booze." <laughs> so like he he's just that is doing such for a Johnny Manziel quote. I, I know. That's
1: so it's hilarious. Like, Win or lose, we booze.
0: Yeah. So that's hilarious. Uh also Flat I don't know if you're aware of this, but um Flat uh what's his name? Um Josh Gordon also joined yeah. uh
1: Oh yeah he joined Johnny uh, Mansell with, with the
0: right? yeah um I do remember seeing that. Yeah. Uh um, funny enough,
1: I'm just I'm looking at the FCF website right now. There's a wide receiver named James Harden. Really? Yeah, I saw James Harden. I was like that's what? hilarious. Yeah, James Harden um josh gordon yeah they're all here
0: yeah but i think i think johnny johnny menzel and josh gordon i think they both left after this year so i don't know we'll see what happens i think it would be interesting next like if if they continue i think it'd be interesting to see like if they'll actually have like fans at the game
1: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say um because it it is the fan controlled football
0: league so should there be fans at the game? I understand this year, obviously, this year but, you like, can't, but
1: I wonder um, how that, how this league will survive if, if they'll survive. That is, um, yeah, like the loss of money and all that.
0: I mean, there's a lot of there was a lot of celebrity like attachment to this league. Yeah, uh, I know. Like I mean, they, had a, they had a lot a bunch hype of hype around it. They had a bunch of guests like on during the game like Joe Montana was on like one of the games really? like <laughs> yeah wow
1: they're making a lot, a lot bigger moves than I
0: I know had. Um, yeah and like you can the games are all streamed on Twitch and on the, the FCF app yeah. so I don't know it, it, honestly like I'm not going to turn down like football like I just I don't care yeah. what it is like I, I, I didn't watch that much of it but There were some interesting rules too. But um, yeah, we don't need to spend that much time on uh, (laughs) on the FCS. Yeah. Let's see what else we got here. So, Uh, draft states? Yeah, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, So, the Dolphins, obviously, they made. Yeah, the slash. Dolphins and the, the 49ers.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, so the way I'm looking at it now, San Fran now is the third pick. Miami now is the sixth pick. And Philadelphia now is the 12th. So those are the only things that have kind of shaken up Yeah. since everything else is still as it was. I so mean, I think what do you – you? Lawrence th- is still – Sorry, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I, yeah, I was just going to say, what do you think um, – San Francisco is gonna do with the the third overall pick.
1: Yeah, that was that was interesting. That brought up a lot of conversation. Um, a lot of people were saying they're gonna they they trade up with the intentions of drafting a quarterback. Yeah. Um and I, I have to agree. I I honestly I don't see why else they would because yeah. aside from like I don't know, I know the I blank on his name now, the offensive lineman from Oregon. I know. Oh, uh, Penae, really
0: Sewell there. or Penai, something. Yeah, yeah. Sewell Penae, something like that. Yeah,
1: I know Kyle Pitts is projected to go up there, tight end from Florida. Obviously, Devonte Smith. Um, yeah, Jalen I saw. Waddell.
0: I saw a tweet. It was like, are they really gonna like draft Kyle Pitts and just like yeah. set the set the world on fire with George Kittle and and. Uh, yeah. Kyle Pitts? <laughs> so,
1: I mean, obviously, I think Trevor Lawrence is the consensus number one overall pick. I don't think there's really any debate up for that um as for the jets i don't know i've heard people talk about their sticking it out with sam Darnold, but i i really don't think they can in this situation i mean you have the second overall pick in an extremely deep quarterback draft i don't see why yeah I don't see I, why why they wouldn't and i don't see who they would take over i just think it'd be really I, dumb for them to do that yeah like i don't really think a wide receiver an offensive lineman or a tight end is really the way to go at number two overall, unless no. they're like you know
0: because you need to rebuild this whole team. Talent. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And it starts and with the quarterback. Also, they signed Corey Davis. Exactly. Yeah. They signed Corey Davis in the offseason, another wide receiver. So my guess is they're going with a quarterback. Who it is probably Justin Fields, maybe. Um, I'm not I'm not too sure though. And obviously yeah. San Fran. Like like I gonna I said, be, there, it's going to right
0: be, it's going to be really interesting with the, I, I can't wait for the draft this year because yeah no, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited to look at it. You know, um, and I, I want the Patriots to pick a quarterback, but I don't know if, 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 they, unless they move up, they're going to have to hope that one just, you know, falls.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't because now with the top three picks, Jacksonville, the jets and the, and the 49ers, those are probably three quarterbacks gone. Yeah. Right. Next is Atlanta. Do they, take a, Do they uh, take a quarterback?
0: Are they are they at four? Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't See, know. Yeah, like, we'll we have, we have to, have to, we'll have to get airs. Curtis in to discuss that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati, obviously, I've heard they're going with the offensive lineman, Penelope yeah, and I. For sure. Um, Miami is, at six now. Yeah. They're, I. Like I, don't, I said, I, I don't think they're taking a quarterback. I don't know. I should look up like a mock draft. Yeah. Detroit, Carolina,
0: Denver, Dallas, Giants. These are I don't all know. kind of does, teams that Does Denver like go kind of with of... the quarterback? Like, are they sold on Drew Locke? Because Lock, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not
1: either, to be quite yeah. honest. That could that could be a possibility. Yeah.
0: Like, okay, um, this is um I'm looking at a mock draft right here. Um, who's this by? This is by Chad Reuter from NFL.com. Uh Trevor Lawrence, number one. Zach Wilson. He has Zach Wilson Zach going Wilson to the Jets. Okay. Uh, Trey Lance going to the 49ers. That's interesting. He's kind of he's the, the QB that's kind of like you know, exploded ever since like the you know, the the combine and the and like pro day, right? Yeah, yeah. He has Kyle Pitts going to the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, Penny suwall going to the the Bengals, which I think is a great pick for them. For sure. uh, Jamar Chase goes to the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Micah Parsons, uh, linebacker out of Penn State, going to the Lions. He has Justin Fields slipping to eight and going to Carolina. Carolina? That, well, who's I don't the know.
1: quarterback now? Teddy Bridgewater, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I can I don't know if I could see him. Sl- I mean, unless. Uh, unless Zach Wilson and Trey Lance just shoot up in the draft, you know, uh, stock. I can't. Yeah. I can't see Justin Fields fall to seven or sorry, falling to eight. But see, um, but,
1: like I, I, I get that. But like at the same time, like you know, Cincinnati's not taking a quarterback. That's another question. Miami's not taking a quarterback. You know, Detroit is the only team uh, apart from like ahead of Carolina. That's kind of, like, in the discussion for do they yeah. take the quarterback, do they not take a quarterback. But, but, but
0: do you do you think that um, the Jets and the Niners would both pass on Justin Fields? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know about – I don't know. To be quite honest, I'm not too familiar with how Trey Lance is doing, and I know, obviously, Justin Fields is Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, I like Wilson. I like what he's doing.
0: Um, um, and Trevor Lawrence
1: is, like, consensus number one.
0: So, yeah. So. He has uh, Rushwan Slater um, offensive tackle at our Northwestern going to the, uh, Denver. Patrick certain, the second Alabama cornerback going to Dallas. Uh, Dallas. He has Mac Jones going to Chicago, which I just I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um,
1: Chicago has a
0: sorry Chicago. Yeah, they have the 20th overall pick. Uh, so, this is the – they have the pick. They ha- it's, it's, it's originally the Giants pick. But that's oh, – okay. Yeah, it says Chicago Pairs via Giants. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm really hoping, just as a Patriots fan, I, I, would, I think Mac Jones would be a perfect fit mm-hmm. for the Patriots. Um, you know, he's an extremely accurate passer. It's a knock against him that he he's not really he's, he's he's very much a pocket passer. Like he has legs, but he's not gonna like you know um use them as much. Yeah. yeah. Um but I don't know. Honestly, uh, I th-
1: I think it's I think it's a real possibility.
0: It could be, yeah. Cause he I, I can't see him slipping at, as much as I want it to happen, I can't see him slipping to the Patriots unless they trade it up. You know what I mean?
1: I, I I get that, yeah. But I mean, I'm lo- I'm looking at the draft order now. Yeah. I mean, aside from but like before the Patriots, there's Minnesota, the Chargers, Philly, and the Giants. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. I like we said it before in this podcast. I don't think Philly is taking another quarterback, especially with Jalen Hurts. No, the Chargers are most definitely not taking quarterback. No, like Justin Herbert <laughs> and Minnesota. Is Minnesota going to draft no, him as a quarterback behind I Kirk don't Cousins? Think so. Probably not, right? So, yeah, t- this, I, I think it could
0: happen. This draft has them taking Elijah Vera Tucker, who's an O lineman from USC. So, uh, and the, they have the Patriots taking Jalen Waddle, Alabama wide receiver. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: So Devontae Smith still hasn't gone in the top fifteen, eh?
0: Um, yeah, I don't see. I'm. I'm No, I don't see him here. Unless I missed him. Hold on, let me let me take another look here. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, no, I don't see. I no. Or okay, no, wait, no, 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 never mind. Um, I I missed a couple picks. Oh. So this guy has him going at thirteen to the Chargers. Okay. Which I think would be that'd be interesting. That'd be. I think that'd be a great pick if they get him. That already adds to a
1: great wide-receiving core. Yeah. He and Allen, Mike Williams. And Justin Allen.
0: Herbert and Devontae Smith. <laughs> like, that could be scary.
1: That could be scary.
0: Um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. The draft is going to be really interesting this year. For sure. There's um, tons of talent. They have – this guy also has Najee Harris going to your Steelers. Oh, I'm so okay with that. I would be really good, yeah.
1: I'm so okay with that. Wow. I guess yeah. I guess no teams really are in a quarter um, quarterback in a running back position like Pittsburgh. I guess.
0: Well, and, and running backs usually go like late in the first round or early second round.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Um. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's I mean, pretty much yeah, all then, the draft. Yeah.
1: There's not much else to say. It's really only time will tell what happens. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, do you want to? send it off to our last segment
0: yes i I think i think i know what you're talking about so i'm ready
1: so over the past couple days or you know not even over the past couple days over the past couple days i put this together but this conversation's been going on for i don't know when when did we first feature on the otl podcast because that's really when it started
0: yeah well it started with like you know if you if if you guys have listened to the uh the original otl podcast uh you know nate is always bugging curtis about is matt ryan a hall of famer and uh curtis says that well we we talked to curtis about this and you know basically we're talking like if like if philip rivers gets in then like matt ryan gets in yeah but i don't know it's an interesting because there's there's players that are borderline right like there's always gonna be players that like there's no question they're they're in the hall of fame but the the more interesting discussion is the players that are just on the precipice but not quite you know you know what i mean like their resume is like i don't know
1: yeah so anyways what we have here is i've put together three players player a player b and player c and i've grabbed their resume to the ones that kind of stick out So I guess, Jack, it's up to your discretion whether you think they're a Hall of Famer or not. And we'll just talk about it a little bit, I guess.
0: And then are you going to tell me after I made my decision, are you going to tell me who they are? For sure. Okay.
1: So first up, we have player A. This is a quarterback. Okay. Four-time Pro Bowler, uh, MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, a career quarterback rating of 94.5. Three hundred forty-seven touchdowns and fifty-five thousand seven hundred sixty-seven yards.
0: I think you, also, and you also
1: a one thirty Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, yeah one hundred thirteen yeah. and ninety-two record.
0: Um. Okay. So the I mean the resume is pretty impressive. Um, yep. Winning, you know, winning an MVP is really hard. Um, offensive rookie of the year, offensive player of the year. 94. You really here,
1: the ones that stick out to me is that record.
0: The, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, the record is the one that I'm like, that's, I don't know. That's a little, uh, but then I'm thinking, okay, maybe this player like, you know, went to like a, you know, not a very good team, like, you know, later in the year or something or later in his career. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe that, that kind of was a knock against him and he, you know, um, I don't know.
1: I <sighs> honestly, I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed by this resume. You know, so am I offensive, um, awards, hell of a ton of yards, fair amount of touchdowns. It's just that record,
0: the record, can, yeah. Um, but, but like I said, maybe he went to like a crappy team like later in his yeah. career. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, this person should be a Hall of Fame. Oh, also, can I, I have a question about these? Are these people. Are these people in the Hall of Fame already? No. Okay. All right. So okay. All right. So I'm going to say this person should be a Hall of Fame. That's Matt Ryan. <laughs> that's Matt Ryan. Okay. That's Matt Ryan. I
1: had to do it for the culture. I was like, you know okay. what? Okay. Let me pull up Matt Ryan's stats. Let me throw him in there. Let me see what it looks like. So yeah, Matt Ryan.
0: I mean, yeah, that's a pretty impressive it resume. It, it I didn't is. know. I didn't <laughs> know he won. Um, offensive rookie of the year i didn't know that How
1: did i i had to yeah like i said i had to pull up the stats and i was like oh
0: that's interesting that, that's okay worth noting so the rec so the record is just because he plays for the falcons so. falcons yeah, yeah. so all i right, was kind of right with the crappy team thing but <laughs> sorry Curtis. yeah it never
1: stops all right well matt ryan you're making okay, way I, to Canton, I Ohio. guess
0: Yeah, I guess he's a hall. If I'm the judge, then <laughs> if it's up to Jack's discretion, yeah, Matt Ryan is putting on that gold jacket. I just got so many brownie points with Curtis. <laughs> with Curtis.
1: Love that. All right, moving on. Player B, three-time Super Bowl champ, a Super Bowl MVP, six thousand eight hundred twenty-two receiving yards, thirty-six receiving touchdowns. Over 620 receptions and averages 11 yards per reception.
0: So, uh, okay, and all these players are not in the Hall of Fame, right? Right. Okay. Um. So the thing that jumps out at me because I, I put a lot of stock into Super Bowl wins because ultimately that's what you're trying to win a championship. So, right. The three times the three times Super Bowl champion thing is really impressive to me. Um. Super bowl MVP. Uh, so 36, TDs. Huh? I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, this person should be a hall of famer because if you, I think if you have like, well, yeah, if, if you've won a super bowl MVP and you've won the super bowl three times, um, That I, I, yeah, I think I'm going to say that I'm just going to say Hall of Famer again. Do do you have any guesses to who this is? Trying to think of, um, is it, is it Dion Branch? No. Okay. Trying to think of receivers that have won Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP because usually it's like quarterbacks, you know? Yeah. Um, I I don't know I don't know. It's Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman, of course, <laughs> of course. You're on the right path there with Dion Branch. I was yeah, like, oh, maybe because I was thinking, oh man, I should have got that. Because yeah, I was thinking like, um, I was thinking like, um, you know, because Dion Branch won a Super Bowl MVP too, yeah. and he won the Super Bowl three times. Yeah. Well, I- I'm 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 pissed at myself. Why did I? Of course, Whoa. it's Julian Edelman.
1: Of course, it's Julian Edelman. Who else would it be?
0: Yeah, no, Julian Edelman's. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Come he's on, a Hall of Famer. That's yeah. not even a discussion.
1: It's interesting though because once you like you say the name, like honestly, going into this, like we've talked about it so many times. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is the Hall of Famer, and it's it's always been a tough discussion. Now you look at the resume and you're like, yeah, this
0: person should be. And then you think, yeah. oh, it's Matt Ryan. Like,
1: what like? It's 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 interesting the effect it has. What know. do
0: you what do you think? Do you think Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer?
1: I just, like like you, I, I put a lot into winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he won a Super Bowl MVP as a wide receiver, and that game yeah. he had against Atlanta was incredible. Obviously, won MVP.
0: Um, no, he he won MVP in the um, was it not Mal- that year? No, it was the uh, the one against the Rams the 13 oh, okay. to three okay yeah because cause because brady, yeah. yeah, brady won the brady won the i
1: mean that makes a lot more sense but regardless no, i, I played, get what you're saying though, you're, thinking of, you're
0: thinking of like the catch that he yeah, made and, yeah yeah it
1: was just yeah okay regardless he played fantastic in both but i'm just yeah. obviously the atlanta one is more memorable because the 13 to three super bowl like yeah, I don't know how many people paid attention to that <laughs> unless you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, so, but yeah, I, th- I mean the effect he's had—he was solid for well I
0: don't know, I, four or five he, years. Doesn't he have? I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure he has like the the second most, um, receiving yards like in playoffs. Really? Behind uh, behind Jerry Rice, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I know he's up there. Let's see, he is. Yeah. He's second. Know, Jerry Rice my, is first. I know my stats. I know, I know my
1: stats. Rob uh, Gronk is fifth. Oh, is he? So, yeah. Well, this is actually I should bring this up. Jerry Rice has uh two thousand two hundred forty five receiving yards. In second is Julian Edelman, and he has a thousand four hundred.
0: Yeah. He's eight hundred
1: receiving yards behind for the lead. That's
0: yeah, so that's I don't crazy. think I don't think he's ever gonna yeah pass Jerry crazy. Rice, but because well, Jerry Rice played for so long. Too. I know. Yeah,
1: it says here nineteen eighty five to two thousand four.
0: Yeah, like that's nuts. It's almost thirty he, or twenty years. And he played. He played in like um. He played in the o- in a, the Super Bowl with um, Oakland. Like the, fir- the first the uh, first Super Bowl that Tampa won too. He was he was in that game. So like he was in the playoffs yeah. a lot. So yeah. Yeah. And obviously he was san francisco yeah they went on their run their fair share sure
1: super bowls yeah yeah anyways moving on the third and final player player c is a running back okay so one thousand four hundred sixty rushing yards 67 career touchdowns he led the nfl in touchdowns in 2017 with 13 and led the nfl in touchdowns in 2018 with 17 he led the NFL in yards from scrimmage in 2017 with 2093. Three-time pro, pro bowler, offensive rookie of the year, and offensive player of the year.
0: Okay. Off the bat, I think I know who this, this person is. Is this Ezekiel Elliott? No. Oh, it's not? Okay. I thought, man, I thought I thought for sure it was, it was Zeke. Okay. Um hmm well definitely like leading the nfl in touchdowns um that's the scrimmage
1: i think it's pretty impressive too yeah i'm, trying I'm to not really of... sold on the rushing yards and no
0: neither am i that doesn't yeah i'm trying to think of who this is though um I was, I was gonna say Nick Chubb, but no, he didn't win. No, it's not Nick Chubb. No. I don't think well, he's been around that long. Nick Chubb is pretty cool. I like Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is really good. Uh, I like Nick Chubb. It's not Kareem Hunt, is it? It's not Kareem Hunt, is it? No. No. I'm gonna no. I'm not, you know what? No, I don't think this. it's a good resume. But I don't think it's good enough to be in the hall. It, it's not if 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 you're like if this meets the standard for a hall of famer, then the standard's too low. <laughs> so I'm gonna say no, this person's not a hall of famer. Well,
1: hopefully Todd Gurley isn't listening in
0: because that's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this is Todd okay. Gurley. Todd Gurley, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean Todd Gurley was really good um, a couple years ago, but I I honestly, I feel bad for him because it's just the injuries, right? Like, yeah, they've been piling up because
1: obviously, as you can see from these stats, like when he was healthy and he was playing with the Rams, he was unbelievable. Yeah, He was
0: incredible, but I don't think he's ever been the same. And I don't think he'll ever be the same after the injuries that he had. I don't
1: think he takes on that same role as he used to have.
0: No, no. Like what were were his stats with Atlanta this, this past year? Like. I can't oh. even tell you.
1: I know. I know. Honestly, I know he held his own.
0: Yeah. No, lie. he wasn't. He was... wasn't bad, but like by his standards, yeah, they were like. Look. I because I, I had him in my fantasy uh, team.
1: Yeah, that's 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 why I was like. I remember he kind of like tore it up in fantasy this year. So, he rushed for. No way. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was looking. I was looking at rushing attempts. I thought those rushing yards those oh. were uh six six hundred and seventy-eight yards, nine rushing touchdowns, um, zero receiving touchdowns, 164 receiving yards in yeah. 15 games.
0: I mean it's like it's like mediocre. I would say like it's it's not bad, but yeah, but
1: I mean again, he's also been through a lot of it. He's only 26. I know it's just
0: those injuries, man.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just take a huge toll on you, especially yeah. for a running back.
0: Like, it sucks because I'd love to see him, you know, continue his success, but I don't know. I just – I can't see it. Um, he has a good resume, but, you know, I, I don't think it's enough for a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know?
0: Well, I mean, basically covered all the bases here. Yeah, I guess that, that just about wraps it up.
1: Yeah. Well, if you've made it this far.
0: Yeah.
1: Congrats. Uh, thank you uh let's see moving forward i know we have uh, our friend Jacob here at otl uh he's actually doing a series right now on the nfl draft he's going to be breaking down uh one of each position he just released a tight end one and by the time this comes out he might have an offensive line and a cornerback position breakdown so be sure to check those out um obviously the nfl draft is coming up april 29th so maybe we can have him on um, sure he's, he's huge in the draft he, he seems huge. like he's
0: like a draft expert so yeah he's
1: extremely knowledgeable so yeah, uh that's we'll, definitely something we'll, we'll be looking into
0: yeah we'll definitely try to have him on before sometime before the draft for sure yeah um, um i don't know anything else jack yeah other than that um just keep uh i guess follow the the otl sports uh podcast page on instagram for updates on um all the different otl podcasts whether that be Um, our baseball podcast blue jays way um the layup line with um nate and nolan which is our basketball podcast um and obviously spike this one so um yeah other than that um you know we'll be trying to uh get some some big guests on the show we'll see what happens with that um but um yeah just keep your eyes peeled and um try to keep updated with what's going on on the website for sure. I guess a lot of good stuff going out. We can plug our, uh, our like, (laughs) okay, I forget. Uh, Yeah. You can
1: follow me on Instagram uh, at Robert Vona, uh, Twitter at Vona underscore Robert, Uh, you know, over the line, OTL on Instagram, OTL sports CA on Twitter, also OTL sports CA. A lot of good content coming out, especially now with baseball starting to ramp up. Uh, March Madness is, is going on so there's a lot a lot of podcasts a lot of articles coming out on that um, hockey the season's kind of coming to an end I think we're maybe like three quarters of the way there um, basketball the season's coming to an end so there's a lot of up-and-coming things in sports so there's definitely going to be a lot of a lot of stuff coming out of uh, OTL and uh, for yeah. sure
0: yeah you can follow me at um, at Jack underscore brittle on Instagram and uh, brittle underscore jack on twitter um and other than that yeah just uh robert listed all the otl pages and um obviously the website is over the line sports.ca. .ca. so um yeah other than that uh that should uh, just about wrap it up thanks for listening guys Could be easy